How you doing? This is Chef Carl Reese, and you're on the road with Dane on WGN. 720 WGN live here at the South Beach Wine and Food Festival at the epicenter of all of the action. Lowe's, where a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the superstars of food are staying as they get ready for great events that are happening all across the Miami Fort Lauderdale area. And here, one of the brightest stars in the in the food universe is with us. The the man behind the the cult of Ruizing, and of course, restaurant tour, guys, grocery games champion, so a food champion, uh, recognized culinary star in his own right. The one and only Mad Cuban Carl Ruiz. Welcome to WGN. How you doing? Good morning or afternoon. I don't know what day it is. That's the way you do it. Like the first day, a step one of uh, of the Carl Ruiz lifestyle is you take the calendars. You can, any semblance of, of time management, and you throw them right out. You have to go. You, you, what you have to do is you have to establish a home base. So there's a 24-hour bar here. It's the oldest bar in South Beach, and it's called The Deuces. First off, for the listeners that are not aware of this, in a place where you think of music, you think of where we're like salsa, you think of like Art Deco, Deuces is like straight out of Roadhouse without Patrick Swayze playing off the side. It's like Sam Elliott at the door. It is like a biker bar, right? I, I, I get there. I give the guy $100. I said, can you play Wailing Jennings for an hour? He goes, it's going to be two hours because we're already playing Wailing Jennings. <laughs> So you know you're in your element. So I get there. I get there at about 2 in the afternoon. So I post on social media, hey, I'm going to be at Deuces. Everybody knows, no matter when they get there, I'll be there almost as their ambassador. That's the first thing we do when we get to Sobe. Food and wine is everyone checks in with me at the Deuces. Some people talk about it. Some people don't. But everybody comes by. Oh, my gosh. Sort of like that resident. Like, you know that when you come to the place in Vegas, like Siegfried and Roy will be there. Right. And, and what I do is I facilitate a lot of things. Where the parties are going to be, where the real parties are going to be, where your ex-girlfriend is so you don't go. I mean, it's a lot of legwork that comes. I'm almost like an advanced um, secret service team. I think a special ops concierge. Yeah, I'm a special ops concierge. You have to understand, I get here on Tuesday. So I've been here since Tuesday. Low jacking all the ex-girlfriends, I getting everything ready. I'm, yeah, I'd say, hey, chef, what's going on, man? Congratulations on your new restaurant. I had that lobster risotto. And Tracy's at the bar. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Those words are said all the time. <laughs> Thanks, Cuban. You know, and, we, and I get it done. And I'm a liaison with the rate. There's a lot of restaurants out here off the beach that are really doing uh, awesome stuff in Wynwood and Cayocho. Uh, South Beach is known as, you know, the epicenter of fun. But all these people that work in these hotels, they they live in the outskirts of Miami, and that's where the real fun food is. So I have little trips, you know. If I'm sober enough, we'll go somewhere. You are kind of like the visitor and tourism bureau for the culinary scene here, <laughs> and and it's one of those things because you get it, and a lot of the you know food stars, people from Food Network or, or celebrity chefs come down there. They love to commiserate with their friends. They don't yeah. get to see all the time. You yeah. see them on TV. You don't get to see them in person. Are you doing that? Like even with them saying like, hey, we all know there's great places along the strip here, but there's great places in and around to go and see too. Oh, absolutely. And and you know they'll come up to me and say, you know, I I, I want to try the best fried banana and I says I know a place and then we'll all go you know the Food Network BMW sponsors this year so we have these cool little beamers that we drive around in mine has a cooler in it with you know it's like back from exhibit you know with (laughs) Pimp My Ride it's like Carl needs a cooler Carl needs you know of course a stereo system uh, a t-shirt dispensary and and you have to know how to do it so you know the first thing that you do is when you get down here this is some inside baseball but you know what the smart chefs do is you know when you get your car you get a driver and those and that driver's with you the whole time so, say you roll with Guy, it's not one car. 
You're talking four cars. It's like that movie Clear and Present Danger. It's like where a motorcade? It's a motorcade. So it's a, it's a mo- Flavortown motorcade, we call it. So at this point, for me, in my stature within kind of the Santa Rosa Syndicate would be I'd be running alongside one of the cars as it travels slowly. Well, yeah, they'd have like a little bar outside. You'd be those secret service that just hold on to the side of the car. That's it. That's it. But, uh, <laughs> That's funny. That's funny, Dan. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> well, here's the thing. As, as kind of my mentor on the social media side and certainly my t-shirt spirit animal, <laughs> as you take a little bit of the brand right. that's there, are you surprised at how many people, because you're just doing what you do, in fact, and you say that all the time, is that you do what you want, that how many other people that you've kind of tapped into what a lot of people, they love not only what it is that you're doing, but how you're doing it and kind of loving taking that journey with you. Yeah, I mean, like when I'm down here, like yesterday... Pat Martin needed a hand. You know, he's got Hugh Babies, and he calls me up, and he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at the Deuce. He says, um, <laughs> I'm going to come see you. So not, now, all of a sudden, it goes from Alex Cornicelli being there, Mark Murphy being there, Mikey White, all the New York guys, all the killers. Now, all of a sudden, you get Pat Martin, Billy Durney, Chris Lilly, Tank, the guy that grows the best pigs in the world in in, uh, in the Carolinas, and now we're talking barbecue. And now, and it's a, it was awesome to see, you know, Iron Chefs talking to you know Iron Pitmasters. Right. I mean, Chris Lilly, Pat Martin. I mean, you're talking about these. This is these are the, the standard bearers of quality yeah. in barbecue. The, the barbecue event is amazing. Obviously, got a, an affinity and a love for barbecue. You're kind of relationship with food travels the whole gamut whether it's right. fine dining in new york whether it's barbecue at a beach here whether it's your new restaurant la cabana that is uh, imminent right you know right. there's a lot of work and it's more important to get it done the way that you want it done but it's it's a lot goes into opening a restaurant oh a lot like uh i was down here and i get an alert you know on my banking thing that they just took out the first month's rent sixty four thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars oh. God bless New York City. It's a lot of plantains, Carl. So, but so you that's all the plantains. <laughs> <laughs> but, but There's think, no plantains left. Think about with the vision. Here it is, too. It's because you travel, obviously, with, with Guy. He comes back with all those tales from diners, drive-ins, and dimes all over the place. And, and you've traveled all the places, you know, the barbecue stuff. And, and cities all around from a, a bunch of these festivals. Right. You know the wheelhouse, you know, Cuban food, and obviously the background. But what kind of things are you going to build into it that's going to kind of tap into all of your experiences? So, so the first thing that I want to do is... Is uh, being in the restaurant business for 24 years now, people are looking for authenticity more than, than the chef's interpretation of dishes, right? So this Cuban restaurant, I'm going to make the most traditional ropa vieja I can. Pickling some tomatoes, stewing, the, you know, there was a lot, there's a lot of things that go to it. My, my grandmother was a caterer in Havana, and her first job is my grandfather would catch kingfish, and then she would pickle it and sell it on a cart in Havana. And her biggest customers were the Jewish mafia. They would come down from out of the hotels and buy her jars, and they finally got her a job in the casinos. So I've been in, or I've been corrupt probably for three generations. <laughs> I think it's a testament to what you're doing that you can attract people who know what it is that they want and are used to, to having it. Think about this too. The, the other things that you have the ability to do, obviously, a, a great fan base out there. Obviously, the, the platforms of some of the, the things that you do on the media side, and also and lots of and lots of friends. And, and for those listeners that may know, you're a big part of the OP Radio Broadcast. That you guys, that podcast you do yeah. is absolutely 100 out. Sandy, are you going to do maybe different events? Maybe bring in some some chef friends to do some stuff at the restaurant. Maybe do a podcast live from there. Are you going to use it that way? What we're going to do, what I'm going to have in the restaurant is we're going to have a chef series where they come in freestyle. See, when when it, when you want a chef to come cook at your restaurant, you, you need to support him, right? He's got a busy schedule. So a lot of reasons why chefs don't go to other people's restaurants is because they're stuck in your kitchen prepping. They don't know your kitchen. They don't know anything. 
So I'm going to be like, hey, you know, like Mark Murphy, send me a recipe and then come and we'll, be, we'll have it ready for you. That way we can drink and hang out. Because that's all people really want to do. <laughs> Let's be serious. I mean, we're, we're roasting pigs here. We're not, you know. I, I think the problem with the culinary world is, the high-end culinary world, is they, they take themselves too seriously. They really do. At the end of the day, you're cooking food. I, I took my new sous chef. I just hired him, and I said, all right, let's go to lunch, and I take him to Wendy's. And, you know, he's got... Rick Tremonto from True all started at Wendy's, just so everybody knows. Elliot Moss, one of the best barbecue guys in the Carolinas, he started at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So, um, except Sam Jones. Sam Jones was roomed by, by a super pig somewhere in the sky. <laughs> he comes from, he's royalty. He comes from generations of whole hoggers. But we're at Wendy's. You know, I'm, there, I'm dipping my French fries in the frosty and everything. And he's like, chef, why are we here? Why are we eating this? And I said to him, I said, listen to me, kid. I said, our customers eat this three times a week. I brought you here so that you can understand what the average person's salt and flavor intake is. If our food doesn't match this pow, we're dead in the water. And that's what a lot of high-end chefs don't understand is they don't understand the everyday flavor profile of things. It's neat that you did it here in one of those teachable moments, too. You didn't just tell him that or just say right. him that. You did it sort of Mr. Miyagi style, right? You, right. you kind of showed him through through kind of the examples what it is. Man, I love those Frosties with the with the fries. I mean, I grew up on some of that stuff. Right. And those companies have scientists, you know, that... that that, that really look for, and it, they call it the, um, the pleasure index yeah. internally. I mean, I know the executive chef from McDonald's and all these guys. I mean, they're my friends. They Ruiz. <laughs> but, you know, we all hang out, and they're constantly pushing the envelope on your, on your flavored salt intake. That's their business. You know, that's their business to make craveable food. And I told the chef, I said, hey, hey, tough guy. If, if our stuff isn't as good as a Wendy's Baconator, we're going to be in trouble. We're in trouble. Well, there's no trouble here. Nobody gets in trouble because it's all about fun and, uh, and, and a lot of amazing experience here. It could be some of the, the kids cooking. I'm going to be over with uh, Robert Irvine at the kids' cooking stage in maybe about a half an hour doing some of that. You've got the barbecue side of things. You've got the nightlife side of things. You've got some... Side, I control that It's side. like the five families. Everyone's got sort of their turf. You got some of the unique experiences. Talk a little bit about as having been at a bunch of these places. As far as these food festivals, they're all they all have some similarities, but some things that make them unique. What makes South Beach special? South Beach is uh, the best one out of all of them. South Beach, everyone comes. Everyone wants to come here. All the chefs want to come here. We're all in the same hotel, so it's like a giant sleepover. This is where careers are made and lost at these tables. I mean, I've been part of maybe seven multi-million dollar meetings you know with chefs with with uh, branding companies there's so much stuff going on here right under the surface yeah. that's incredible i mean uh, i'm sitting there i'm having lunch you know 600 dollars lunch with the guys from tabasco and i mean it's awesome I and mean, you know i'm it's not for me not yet Come on, but i'm sitting there and i keep like every time there's a break in the negotiations i'm like you got some of those like uh, keychains with the sauce or would you have a t-shirt they're like who is this guy <laughs> why does he keep drinking daiquiris <laughs> here's the thing in the midwest and here you know in chicago wgn let the listeners know we're talking with the one and only carl ruiz the the mad cuban here is people talk about midwest and people sensibilities just warm friendly inviting people but but you have you know firsthand knowledge obviously experiencing it that there are some very warm and inviting people right here in miami 
Oh, okay. It, Miami's the best. And it's my people. My mom is here. You know, she still doesn't know I'm on the Food Network. She thinks I'm still on the Weather Channel. She's like, I don't know what you're doing on the Weather Channel. I go, Ma, Food Network, not Weather Channel. Get it right. I watched all day, all the, all the hurricane. I didn't see you. She's like, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, you never liked weather when you were a kid. <laughs> but the people here, it's Latin, right? So it's, they bring it down a notch. Everybody calls you in Spanish, mommy, honey, this and that. And it's fun. And the music, you can hear, like, look, we're standing right here. You can hear the music and the, and the waterfalls. And, and the people are just, I mean, listen, I'll come from New Jersey. There's a different caliber of beautiful here. I mean, even the bus boys are gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, you're a model? She's like, I'm your valet, Carl. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible. And so little clothing. I mean, one, one clothing store in Chicago can, can clothe everyone on this beach. Oh it's un- I've seen one T-shirt that can cover 12 people. It's all about conservation, Carl. They're yes. trying to save the... Go green. It's the green deal, the new deal. Save the the planet one one thong at a time beautiful beaches beautiful meals and so much diversity when it comes to the things that you can do here at south beach there's all sorts of food from five star fine dining all the way to i think you can get an orange julius at the food court all of those things here carl for those people who want to follow your adventures on social media and they are exciting to the thrill ride people i recommend you do it where can they go follow me on instagram instagram is probably the best place sabor chef if you have a if you have a question or you you want to fight with a with a with a chef for a little while? I'll I'll fight with you. No, at any day on social media. Don't ask the champ about knockouts. <laughs> you like that? So that's the uh, chef from Butter. Oh, so they won last year. So you know I best because he won. So I call him champ. So we're like every time I see him, I'm like, you gonna buy the champ a drink? So he's like, you're a champ too. I go, yeah. He goes, all right, champ, let's go. Oh. That was the best. But a great great chef, and um, and that's it. We're all here. It's, it's awesome just to see everybody outside of their restaurants, especially like Chicago chefs and New York chefs. Like We live in misery. And then just to be out here with the palm trees and we get to wear shorts. and You know, you, you said it, though, too. And here's what it is. And we've had a bunch of them echo that same sentiment. You see these people on television and you love their shows. You love what they do. This is an opportunity to get down, see them outside of that element and kind of get the backstory there's a lot of access you can say hi to all your friends all your winners all your champs and of course carl ruiz so carl thanks so much for for everything you're doing providing and upping the the amperage level on the entertainment side here at south beach and thanks for jumping on the show today i love you guys and you know i'm i'm a big fan and you're kicking ass